Hello, my name's Gregory Wilker. Thank you for listening to my podcast, Live with Greg. Today is November 17th, 2019, and last night I learned that my podcast had way exceeded the resources I have to keep it alive as a video podcast. So I am actively working to move it to an audio podcast. The video is still available on my website, gregorywoker.com, and I hope you enjoy this episode of Live with Greg. Thanks for your support. Let's get it done. So it's all good. All right. All right. So here we are. Episode 24 with JT Peterson of Rip Body Fitness. Great. Thank you. Man, thank you. Looking forward to it. All right. All right. All right. So I've got this. uh, Here's like my foundation element that I'm coming to this with. Ego and spirit. And what I see is your passion is the physical body. So how do you see your passion through the eyes of spirit, your spirit? I, uh, I really, I just listen to my spirit. So my body is, um, my body is my tool. My body is my, my mechanism to communicate with you, with everyone. And so... I believe it's my job to make my body the best that I can make it for myself to feel good, whatever that means to me. So if I'm able to feel good and how I want to feel and when I, you know, take my clothes off, I look a certain way, you know, because that's important to me or because I want to, you know. And so, you know, that being said, I think that if you can break through a lot of the challenges to... Um, allow your spirit to really live because that's what that's what uh, energizes and makes the body move is the spirit you know right obviously our souls so if we didn't have that people you know what I mean Um, so it's our job I think to make sure that we fulfill whatever our main purpose is to work on ourselves first and to yeah really just like have no ego you know, and, and really don't. It's not about being better than the next person, at least for us. It's, it's not about being better than the next person. It's all about, man, I hope I can inspire this person. Because, you know, growing up in a household full of guys, we were just talking about this, um, we, there's always arguing, there's always fighting, you know, three brothers, you know, and um, there's a lot of ego in there. And so I think over time, if you, that's hard to break through. You know, that's hard to break through. You know, you're growing up all the time and you're fighting all the time. And it's and then you play football, us playing football, like basketball, baseball, you know, constantly competing and constantly going against the next guy. So the, the ego was up the whole time. I think just like really focusing on um, living your spirit uh, with other people is very crucial, very important. Like really appreciating this time right now with each other is very crucial more important than anything else that can happen right now because you're the most important person right now and vice versa and so through that I'm able to really see and really feel you 
you know, and, and through that, I, I hope to um, help you in any way possible and vice versa. You know, I soak in. Maybe there's a lot of great, well, there is a lot of great information that I can learn or I can apply today. We have good talks all the time that allow me to, you know, and you challenge me sometimes. And I like that. I like you're just straightforward sometimes. You're like, hey, you know what? I think we should do this, you know, or I think you guys should do this or stick it out with that, you know? And it's like, you don't really want to hear it because it's like, you know, you're thinking in your head, like, should I do this or should I not do this with, you know, whatever it may be. And, you know, it turns out like you're always that person to, yeah, push through in that direction, you know? And it's vice versa when we're saying push through, you know, finish out this workout strong because that's what's needed at that time. So I don't know if that really answers your question, but... It does. It does, because what I'm hearing is the body isn't alive by itself. It's alive because of the spirit inside it. So yeah. when you're working out, your spirit is working out. The body's just the tool the spirit's using in that moment. It, it takes a certain level of um, understanding and awareness to understand that, because I could understand that... Uh, I could understand that, but I wouldn't fully be able to comprehend and see the world through that way. So the body, is, I believe the body is, um, it's here for us right now, you know, and we are spirits, you know, like we're, we're so connected. That's why, you know, I pray, you know, you pray, we pray. Uh, we just feel one with nature. You know, there's certain things that we have on this planet that just really make us feel connected. And there's no powerful connection than the human connection, I believe. And so, like, what makes this relationship right here? Like, why do we have that? It's because it's not because we're interested in the same stuff. You need to work out a year ago, you know? Or I, I'm not so much into tech, you know, or film right now. So it's like, you know, there's a lot of things we have in common, obviously. But, you know, it's more about, I don't know, something about that guy just feels right. Or something about her. I just, uh, you know, I just... I don't know. She's, she's great. And you just like, I just hope she comes back in to work out again. And it's like, you just see the best of people. And that's the best part because, you know, even when you look in the mirror, through my experience with getting in the best shape that I can be in, uh, having certain standards for myself, looking in the mirror, not feeling like I made those standards happen, not feeling, you know, worth anything really just like man I always see it's that and then one day a switch goes off something goes off if you just stick it out and you lie to yourself one day you'll believe it uh, that you're worth it you're worth everything you're worth everything I was talking to um, someone today and she was just sharing a story about her son and how her son is a young guy, kid, little kid, and he's like, you know, uh, basically, mom, I love you no matter what, right? You know, and I, and like he loves her no matter what, and all the other stuff that we put on ourselves, and he liked me, and she liked me, and worry about other people liking you to a certain point, you know, it's like, well, if they don't like you, it's, it's whatever that reason is, you know, and so all you can do is just give your best at that moment. Whatever that is, you know, even especially if you don't feel like it. <laughs> that's when you really know you got to, you know, and that spirit will give you that energy too. All right. So 
sounds like your body in the shape that it's in right now isn't for anyone else. It's a personal choice. And for you, it is the highest self that you can live in right now. That's exactly right. But when I started out, it wasn't for me. It was for just everything else, you know, like, uh, I don't know, you know, you grow up, social media is very powerful, you know, you can get lost in it, like, saying to yourself, oh, I don't look like that person, or I don't look like that person, I need to look like that person, and then, you know, you don't feel worthy, then you like, I don't want to eat that, and it's like, well, I do want to eat that, you know, for a long time, I didn't have really good self-control when it came to food, uh, and I didn't have a, the strength that I did have right now, obviously, but I do know that. If you do like have a specific goal for yourself, no matter what happens over, and I've been working, I really have been working out. First time, this 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 is the very first time I felt insecure. I was thinking I was uh, seven or eight, and uh, well, about seven or eight, I was in my grandma's house, and uh, she, she there was something on TV, and I looked down, and I was like. How come I don't have abs? You know, I really thought that. And I see my dad. My dad was this big muscle guy. And my brother, who's eight years older than me, was always my big brother. And I thought to myself, how come I don't have that? And then the insecurity started coming. And the only outlet I found that I felt really secure and strong in was sports. And uh, through that, I was able to learn the tools that I needed to be able to prepare me for life. And um, and through my experience with all of that and social media and things like that, that's not even a big deal. People put a lot of big things on it for some reason. It's just all about you, you know, because if you're feeling good about yourself, you're going to transfer that energy. You know, if you're feeling like however you think you feel, that's what you're giving off, you know. So thinking is so crucial. You know, if you know that you're going to eat something that's going to turn to fat, it'll turn to fat. It doesn't matter. I guess it'll make me fat. Like, yeah, it will make you fat. So does that mean the opposite's true? Like, you could eat a chocolate cake and know, like, yeah. this won't do nothing. You eat a chocolate cake, it's like you eat a chocolate cake. You eat real clean Monday through Friday. <laughs> Friday night, you have that chocolate cake before bed. You wake up the next day, you bust a workout out first thing in the morning, and you eat real clean the next day. Yeah. So then that's not going to affect you any. Because your lifestyle, your, the way you eat, it's not for that chocolate cake. This is the opposite. See, a lot of people eat for that chocolate cake. The key is to really work on yourself. Find what works really good for you, um, especially physically and with your nutrition. Because what you like to eat, what I like to eat, not going to be the same stuff. I eat very plain. You know, because it works for me. It's easy. It's convenient. I know how much it costs each month. It's boom, boom, boom. You know, so it's like, no problem. Uh, but my brother, for example, Jake, he likes to, you know, be more creative with his food. And I probably will one day too, you know, but he likes to really take time and cook his food and make sure it tastes really good. Me, I'll just boil some 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 veggies up or whatever and be ready to, <laughs> good to go. But, you know, it's just different people have different things for themselves and different wants and desires. So you got to make sure that you find your path and your your way on how you like to eat. So you don't want to eat for that cheat meal or for that piece of cake. What you do is you incorporate that into your lifestyle. Like, no, I, I eat this. I eat this way. And by eating this way, 
it helps me live more. I feel better about myself. It's just like, what does it matter? Or not, what does it matter? Is that piece of cake or that pie or whatever it may be that that you know is your weakness, chocolate, is it worth you feeling the opposite way? And so I think that if you can, and that's a battle, that's a, it can happen overnight, it can happen in an instant to where you don't have temptations, or it can be a process, you know? And the process is, you know, how willing are you to sacrifice for yourself long-term? Because I tell you this much, when I do have a piece of cake or something like that, I enjoy it way more. Like I can really taste everything and it's sweet. It's too sweet, you know? So it's like, <laughs> but I do enjoy myself now, you know? Like I didn't really enjoy myself before. Like we talked about this and um, that's, a, that's a hard thing. It's a hard thing to really enjoy yourself sometimes. It depends though. So I think that fitness and my physique and my body and helping people to show people how I got my body so I can help them get their body how they want that was what I needed for myself. I don't need like other things. A lot of people need, um, so some people, so for example, if you didn't finish school, then that one calling your head, man, I just wish I had a degree or I wish I had a degree, whatever it is, you know, it's like, well, that's that one thing then. You go get that degree even if you're like 60 years old because you'll never feel complete. Mm. Whatever that one thing is, I, I believe that if you can accomplish it, it'll set you free and your perspective of the world changes. That's what I'm All right. And do you think it's possible to, like that one thing that's just holding, is it possible to free yourself from it without the achievement of it? Mm. For instance, if I just all my life, since I was six years old, you know, thought I've got to be at the top of Mount Everest. One day I've got to be at the top of Mount Everest. And there's elements with a... Um, attachment to something that brings in suffering you know so like I may be suffering because Mount Everest or bust and you know so is it possible to process that and go like you know what no I don't need to be at Mount Everest like that's alright yeah I think there's two ways to look at that <laughs> if you're really meant to be at Mount Everest you'll get to Mount Everest regardless of anything that comes in your way or Mount Everest was the tool to get you to build a relationships you needed on that other journey All right. so I think it just depends on how you look at it um, you know you for me no matter what I was going to make professional like as an age of 8 I, I made a decision like I was going to be in the NFL and uh, and so my brother and I we just grinded for years but due to those 7 surgeries and having to stop because I needed 2 more there's a, that goes back to was it really Mount Everest or was it the journey that got me there for this path right now? Alright, so, so you're, you're happy with the path you're on. I love the path that I'm on right now. And you can look behind you and go, you know what, I probably wouldn't be here if I didn't have that passion for NFL that was driving me through those experiences. And now I'm where I'm at now with those experiences and that's why. You know, it's it's, it's interesting because growing older and then having our great friend in the NFL and really like at the top of the NFL, you know, and talking with him and hearing the things he goes through, uh, it's like it, it right now it's at the point it's your love, it's your passion, but it's it's uh, your family's on the line, your career's on the line, your money's on the line. That's what you do. So 
you know, I can sit back now, finally, and I wasn't able to, like, college or anything, really to enjoy football. It was so hard for me to enjoy football because I felt like it was taken away from me. And I felt like I gave so much to it. But my intent was wrong the entire time, I think. And I was focused on not getting injured again. And, yeah, not getting injured again, which I believe because I kept thinking about that. I kept getting injured. And big injuries, too. It wasn't just like, I had ankle sprains, all that stuff. But, like, big injuries. So, long story short, yeah, you know, I just think that you just really have to listen to yourself and make sure that you're just well aware of everything that's going on around you and that can affect the next part of your life, whatever that may be, the next day, whatever. All right, this is a bit of a jump, but it's going back to the food. Because I know, um, I don't know what you're doing right now today, but I know like you were... Um, Vegan, for lack of a better word, you know, like giving up meat. Yeah. Because you said you had meat every single day since day one, right? Yeah. All right. So, from my understanding, to build muscle, you need protein. Right. What are you finding? Are you still practicing no meat right now? Yeah, I'm still practicing it. I don't know. I'm thinking that uh, I'm, I'm at that stage where I'm kind of questioning things, you know, and how I mean that is... I haven't lost any muscle mass. I haven't lost any strength. In fact, I'm feeling the best I've ever felt in my entire life. And uh, I just, so I have not eaten any meat. And I still just like, kind of just stopped it. But uh, now that goes back to when I was 14, 15 years old, educating myself on YouTube with fitness, specifically to get better at football. So I had a purpose the entire time I was learning. It was because it was going to make me the best athlete I could be. So it was efficient learning when I was learning because I was actually a practitioner of it every single day since 14 years old, 27 right now. So 13 years of every day, every day, you know. And so I ate meat, you know, and I ate for a little while. I ate like a bodybuilder. Then I ate, I just wasn't really, no one really taught me how to eat. I didn't really have the guidance besides the internet, so that helped save us the overall over time. And um, I learned uh, really bad eating habits, no self-control. My dad would feed us in high school and college. My dad would feed us, you know, a big plate of spaghetti, uh, two pieces of cornbread at least, uh, a salad on the side, and sometimes he would have like a lasagna with it or, or, or a steak. A steak. He'd have a steak, spaghetti, just like cornbread, and it'd be delicious, right? And it's like almost every meal. And so me and my brother, we were just like solid. And so it was, it was, it was great because my dad was just, you guys eat up, eat up, eat up. But really, it was messing with us, in our psyche. You know what I mean? Because it was like coming off of that and coming off of staying away from. It was just a hard experience getting away from like eating bad foods and things like that. I did a lot of sacrificing myself even in college, but at the end of the day, it wasn't the right sacrifice because I wasn't able to really, you know, I wasn't able to enjoy any of the process. And long story short, (laughs) yeah, you know, I don't think that, I have no idea over if, I mean, avocados every day. I mean, uh, well, I always eat veggies, like, every day. But now I'm having way more veggies to fill my stomach up so I feel fuller. I mean, 
a lot more fruit. I have my fruits earlier in the day. So I have citrus first thing in the morning. It's like grapefruit, lemon water, whatever it is. And I, I think this doesn't really make sense to... <clears throat> my brothers and I are real spiritual. So this is more of a spiritual thing. Um, but it doesn't really make sense to put energy into you if you're giving energy out. Does it really make sense to put non-living energy into you? Uh, would that be processed foods? Or do you want foods that's going to die? So a piece of fruit that's going to die. Avocados, whatever it may be, they all die. So that's going to give you life, get energy. It's alive. So put alive food into you. So that's what I've been on lately. And um, now you got to understand, like, that was really hard for me because I've always been told to lose muscle. You know, you'll... you'll, you'll and maybe over time, you probably lose some muscle mass, maybe. But at the end of the day, that's okay. <laughs> because I feel great. I feel my mind is clear. I have direct focus thought. I don't know. I enjoy it. You know, I, I, I can really say I had a lot of, I had a lot of meat. I had a lot of hormones in me from the cows, from everything. You know, like I would eat steak. I would eat chicken. And uh, the way to pump the animals up, even if it's, even if, you know, I, and, I, and then I started getting the most expensive meats that I could buy. But, you know, I was like, well, let me back away from it and see what happens. Man, it's, it's been feeling great so far. So I don't know if I'll stay on it, but it has feeling great so far. It's been awesome. And I don't think there's anything wrong with having meat. If I wanted to have some meat now, like, I don't think that it would. I think that there's enough stuff flushed out of me, you know, from the last couple of weeks doing it. And I'm drinking plenty of water and just, like really uh, being in tune with myself and I'm delivering way more energy than what I've ever have and I, that's all that matters to me if I can deliver more energy like that's what I need I don't need to feel tired and droggy and fatigued you know the rest of the day because I'm putting stuff in me that's making me feel that way so for me it's, it is a little easier because it's my profession so that's one thing too it's my profession so it's easier to stay real focused but at the same time, there's a lot of people that are in this profession that don't really stay focused on themselves. And I just feel like if you're going to lead people to their goal in fitness or whatever, like you just got to be the best example for them, if, whatever that is to you. But you got to be the best to you. You got to deliver the best to people because I all, you know, when it comes to working out and when it comes to paying for a trainer, like they deserve your very best they could be paying any other person on this planet but they decide to pay you for health and fitness so as a person it's like man the least I can do is show them the way but actually live the way so that's our intent the whole time it's like you really have to be like I believe to sustain to be long term to be the best you can be to do whatever you want to do you got to be the best you can be. And it takes time and practice. And, you know, you're not going to get the results you want if you're not. That's what I've learned. As I try to, like, you know, like, sometimes, like, I won't be in the best shape, you know? Like, obviously, that happens. And that's normal. You okay, know? so, like, what do you mean by that? Like, you won't be in the so best shape? So, maybe, um, well, the last time I had, uh, I ruptured my Achilles and I had surgery on it. And so, the past two and a half years... I've been, you know, I'm with therapy, rehabbing it, but mentally, it was uh, it was really hard for me to break through that point. And um, so I did what I could 
at that time to be in the best shape that I could be and control the things that I could control with food. So when my legs popped up on the couch and I'm up there for months and um, you know that I can control is well actually I control two things. I control my my core and my upper body and whatever leg movements I can do or keeping my foot like a week after surgery. Like I got I got I got a certain thing in me where it's like I'm just always kinda going. Cause I just that's just who I am. And uh, so I own it. That's just who I am. I got this fire that's not, not going to stop. So anyway, a week after surgery, I started just like lifting weights downstairs in the garage. I had like, it feel so good because I was on the couch all day, read a little bit, but watched TV, just bummed out, depressed, lost my job after just like being in management, just letting me go. It was like, it was hard. It was really hard. Then this, this life, this, that door closed. And uh, this door opened, and it's been a journey so far. But it's one of those things where my brothers and I just we can't stop. And having my brother every single day helps out. It's like having a marriage. It's like if you have a partner, help that partner out. It's, it's you guys are partners for a reason. And so right now, Jake is my partner. He's my partner. I'm his partner. And so I'm gonna do my best I can to hold him accountable. So, like Jake. Should you really be eating that right now? You know what I mean? Like, he's like, why not? And I'm like, well, I'm going to go for it, whatever. That, you know, that's perfect because one of the things that I love about accountability, like you're saying, I'm not telling the person to stop. Like, if I saw my son drinking, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's my responsibility to bring it up to him. And there's a moment where he's got to bring his own consciousness to the choice. And, and if he, you know, says, hey, F you, I'm going to keep drinking. All right. But there was a moment there of consciousness where, it, it, you know, he had to consciously re-choose that. Mm-hmm. And if he's okay with it, then all right. Mm-hmm. And I may not, you know, I may mm-hmm. remain unokay with it. And that's all right, too, you know. Yeah. I mean, how much can anyone really do? You know, everyone's going to make their own choices. Right. I know fourteen-year-olds are making grown man decisions, right? Right. You right. know, you know, really making real-life decisions at fourteen, thirteen years old that are going through things that grown men don't even go through. Right. And uh, you know, all you can do because you don't know. Like people have problems all the time. Like we do a lot of mentoring, and uh, we do a lot of mentoring. You know, with a lot of boys, uh, twelve to fifteen-year-olds, sixteen-year-olds around that age. We coach basketball, and these kids are so special, and they just got this joy about them, and uh, they're so innocent, and they think things are so cool, and it sucks. What sucks about it is they're influenced by a lot of these negative things, entertainment, social media, music, and their decisions are based off that, and they don't understand the, the, the work that these people put into their professions. And they like they're not gonna play a song if you're if you're an artist they're not gonna play your song about consciousness they're gonna play your club song and that's what the kids hear and so the kids think that's how the superstars live and so what happens is the parents don't become the main influence anymore society does so what that person needs to know and this is what my mom did for me and Jake and my brother uh, all of us. She just let us, she just trusted us. Hey, you guys, you guys going to a party tonight? 
uh, yeah, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll be back like at 11 or so, or whatever, like, is that cool? And she'd be like, yeah, no problem. If you guys need anything, just let me know. You know, and Marcus was the same way. And having that freedom and knowing that my mom had my back no matter what, uh, it was just, uh, and, uh, I think that really brought me a lot. I didn't, there was no like high school, like, I'm going well, I'm gonna just drink, I'm gonna do this. And, and so now when I see these kids that are 12, 13, 14 years old taking drugs, because that's what's happening. Kids are taking drugs. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah, kids are taking drugs and kids are eating bad and they're putting all this dead stuff in them. And you can't understand why you're not getting through to your kid. And it's like, the kids have no outlet, they're just starting off in life. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, and so I think that I'm not a parent, but I do a lot of mentoring and I have a nephew who I did help raise a little bit and he's 14 now. And so he's at that age too, right now. I pick up the phone, say, Johnnell, what's going on? Like, what are you doing? And you want to come over, whatever it is. And I just let him know that I'm there because I remember when I was 14, 15, I made my own decisions. You remember too, like every, you know, you make your own decisions. And so whether it be behind your parents' back or whatever, you're going to make your own choices. Yeah. And the reality is that's, that's what it is. So your job is to like, just let your kid know that you got their back no matter what. You love them for who they are. Cause they're you, they came out of you. So that comes back to doing the best that you can be, being the best you can be by leading by example, you know? And, um, you know, but I'm in no position to recommend anything when it comes to, raising any families or kids, but those kids, like I had a kid overdose on like ecstasy or something. This was a 13, 14 year old. That's how serious a kid are we coach, you know, in the hospital, overdose. And that's how serious it is. So, you know, it, how, how bad do you want to eat clean to be able to show you know, the next generation of people because it's the first generation that's not supposed to outlive their parent. You know what I mean? That's how serious it is. And that sucks. And I'm going to do something about it. Like, whatever I can do. So my job is to... I got a greater purpose I'm working towards right now. That's what drives me. Those kids drive me. Uh, and I know humanity. I love people. I love people so much. I see the good in people. I see just, like, the best. For some reason, I just do. And I, and I worked at that. I've worked at that. But I always have. Just since I've been little, I just always have. And, um, you know, I just believe people become aware when they're ready. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, now you touched on, on social media a couple times. Yeah. And I've been hearing, like, a lot of negative connotations in there. Like, sort of a, however, I know that you use social media to promote and market your business, and you use it very powerfully. You yeah. use it to help people. Yeah. You use it as a way of communication where people can ask you questions, etc. So... So do you think that you have an outdated judgment about social media that's still kind of alive in you as it's a negative when you're using it so positively? I don't. I think social media is the best thing to happen to us. I think that we can now connect to people around the world. I get so many messages and I'm able to really just help people. They have no help. And they message me at everyone else, and they sit there and say, no online trainers really message them back, and so they never really get help, don't know what to do, so much information. So I just give my little advice whenever I can. So I know people are looking at me, so I believe it's my obligation. I don't know who looks at me. 
you know, I just know there's certain people that interact with me around the world and it's a trip. It's crazy. And I love that. I love that I can actually, because when I was 14, 13, educating myself on YouTube and this stuff, it was hard. It was like scary, challenging, like, man, will I ever like look like that or will I ever do this? Um, and so now I'm in a position where I can help people out who may not be able to afford personal trainers, you know, that's what will happen to us, or may not be able to have the right advice. And so my job is, I believe social media has allowed me to build relationships with people around the world as well as, uh, yeah, like, you know, one thing is I, I guess people come to my page to be inspired and stuff, you know, and like that fuels me, you know, and so like it makes me give more of my energy to myself to work out so I can hopefully motivate them and get them going. So I'll go on social media all day, you know, and yeah, but social media is my job too as well. If you abuse anything, I, and the thing is too is I don't stay on social media and surf like I'll give myself like if I'm gonna look at social I'll just give myself you know a certain time frame or I'm studying like study different platforms what works what doesn't work how can I grow my following because uh, if you don't have a purpose then it goes to anything else if you don't have a purpose or something it can be hard to yeah it can be bad yeah it can be like man there's all this stuff and there is but me I'm uh you know I'm excited for the future. You know what I mean? Like, I'm excited for fitness. I'm excited for the future. And uh, technology is a big part of that. You know, so uh, don't fight it because it's not going to be able to, you can't change it. So learn your ways with that. And I'm learning my ways with it, just like food. Don't take the next 10 years to learn it. So, and it's going to be something that's never, no one's ever going to know, like how to learn it. People can tell you, but it just happened. It, it literally just happened. Even past 10 years with MySpace, 10, 12 years. Like, I don't care about. Let me think about it. Like, the steel industry, for example. Mm-hmm. People know the steel industry. You know the steel industry. You can educate your social media just happened. Right. You it's know, still so happening in a way. I'm doing stuff that people say doesn't work. So it's like, well, that works for me. You know what I mean? Like, and then I do their stuff too, which double works. But I trust myself first because I just go off like how I feel. Like, posting something the words that I say they might not always be spelt right but I gotta get those words out and forget about anyone critiquing me because before that was stopping me too being insecure like man is it spelt right did I use the right punctuation oh, I mean, forget that just like people want to hear like my thought so the least I can do is like they don't really care about that to a certain point they just want to make sure they want to get the essence of it you know and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna stop myself from giving my best, you know. And my best does count me making sure I'm on point with everything. But it's a process. I juggle a lot of stuff at one time, and so it's like it's hard and challenging. But I love it, and I know it's gonna make me a greater man. And I know it's gonna make me a greater businessman more than anything, because uh, yeah, I just love this new world and the game that I'm in, and uh, I'm taking advantage of all the tools that are at my fingertips. You're really putting yourself out to the world quite powerfully with social media, etc. We all know, you know, my son calls them trolls. People out there that are just like, you know, the haters. For sure. So are you experiencing that in the world? Uh, I don't know. I have no idea. Well, that sounds like a no. 
Well, I mean, like, I don't know because even if I am, I'm not going to focus on that. All right. Like, I'm just saying that for people just like, so, because that can ruin you. Yeah. You know, it can, it can be hurtful. Yeah. You know, but through my experience, I think that you give back what you give out. And if your intent is to act like you're something that you're not, then, yeah, you're going to get backlash. People know who's real, who keeps it real, who doesn't. You know when you go to a certain whatever it may be, certain site, certain page, whatever it is, certain community blog. Like, you know, like, oh, obviously, you're not fully telling the truth about something. So, I just think that you just got to be real. In your studies of the body, have yeah. you gotten into the chakras? Yeah, I have. Okay, so have you experienced that to be real? Um, I've had an, that. <laughs> That goes back to just like, you know, it gets deep. It gets, it gets deep, you know, and, and so deep that it gets deeper than it gets deep. And so, you know, like everything's connected and everything we do is action. It all starts with food. So you want to feel that power? Like, it definitely starts with food. Like, we're designed a certain way. Let me, let me stop right here because I need to understand this. It sounds to me like what you're saying is the complexity and understanding of our energy and the energy of the universe starts with food. Yep. Wow. So in your experience, you really are what you eat. Yep. And your experience with food has been the focal point that your understanding of the universe has flowered out from? Hands down. No doubt. Wow. It, food is everything. You put something into your mouth. Like, you won't put your fingers in your mouth unless you're eating some candy or something, but, like, you know, you're putting things into your body. Like, this is real. You know, this is real. Like, you're real. You know, you only have one life. You only have one life, and so it's like, you can't waste it, or you can, you know? But, you know, there's a lot of kids that need a lot of adults to, like you, a year ago to today, getting the best shape of your life, having abs, being a great, strong man like you are, working out every day, giving your all in the workout, and, you know, you're eating clean, and your son and daughters, coming in to work out now and doing events with us and doing events outside of the workouts. And that's a beautiful thing to me because that's one thing about what we're doing is we're able to really build relationships and build relationships through relationships. And you guys are getting strong relationships and there's nothing much more happier than that for me. So it goes back to, to food. And it's nice because I think fitness is the tool to food. It doesn't make sense to eat chemicals all the time. You know, like, they put chemicals in everything. And I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not saying anything's wrong with food or anything like that, like, as far as eating anything bad, but you got to do what's good for you. You got to do you. You got to be what's, what's real, what resonates with you. That's what you got to do, you know? And, you know, I will have things now and then. I'm not a perfect human being. I don't know how I'll be in 10 years or even in a week, but uh, I'm going to take today right now and be who I am right now in this moment because that's all I can really count on. But, and at this moment, that's, yeah, that's how I feel. Today I had three avocados, some seaweed, 
And uh, I woke up this morning, had a grapefruit and some quinoa. That was it. You've highlighted citrus as a morning starter. What have you found citrus does to jumpstart the day? Uh, citrus, it gets deep on a uh, more of a. It gets deep, deeper than that. But citrus is really great for you. You know, you can uh, from a bodybuilding standpoint or like a fitness standpoint, it's good to burn body fat. Obviously, first thing in the morning, citrus does real well for the body. But you're putting uh, vitamins and minerals and sugar. And it's a carb, a grapefruit, for example, or a lemon. But you're putting life that was on a plant, you know, and like it grew from the earth. And you're putting that first thing in the morning to you. So even if you have an apple, you know, uh, and if you have an apple, you know, whatever it is, the fruit choice or even vegetable. I'll wake up and have a big bowl of broccoli, too. And uh, but that water first thing in the morning detoxifies the system, takes down the inflammation in the body, especially lemon water takes down the inflammation in the body. And that inflammation is that stuff that really just doesn't get us to, sometimes we feel puffy in our faces or our hands feel a little swollen, whatever it may be. And, and uh, it really definitely helps out with that inflammation part. So it's much more, um, and that goes in the essence of just making you feel better. So fruit first thing in the morning is like, I don't do it every day, but I try to. But I love when I can wake up and like open the grapefruit and eat it first thing and like, man, okay. I didn't put coffee into me first thing, you know, but I, I, uh, I have grapefruit, first thing. So yeah, so citrus is really great. So more than anything, it's really great for your inflammation. It's really great to take down the inflammation of the body so you can absorb, absorb more foods and so you can take on those nutrients. And when you say it gets really deep, like if you were going to the bottom of the mind of that statement, what's, like, what's the kernel? Like, like just... Just a... Kind of just like, it's just life. At the end of the day, it's just life. Uh, so it's a living fruit. You're a living human being. A life going just, into life to sustain life. Yeah. Well, that's energy. Right. So the the food is the energy for the body. Right? So you, you put it in food that was that was grown from like, where we, you know, the earth. You know, we, dis, we die, we dissolve into the earth everything turns to dust one day and so you know you're in a casket you're disintegrating you're going to turn to dust one day so while you're here you just want to make sure that you're putting that energy that you need for the body to be able to get, give that energy off so you can't really give that really you can't really give your best uh, your best self your best energy when you don't have the right fuel to give your best and then you won't receive the best so you have to give the best to receive the best and you have to keep giving and like keep giving and that's got to be the main source the main source is not to get the best the main source is to give the main source is to like that's what they do is like it's easy for me because I don't do like my body or even what I'm doing do it for a greater purpose. I do it for my family. I do it for my brothers. I do it for my nephew. I do it for my aunts. I do it for my grandma. I do it for my uncles. I do it for everyone, my clients, especially everyone that's involved with my life, my circle, you, anyone that I can touch and like they look to me for inspiration. And this is my whole family when it comes to the fitness standpoint of where we are. And so even Jake, and he'll look to me. So 
instead of feeling like it's a lot of pressure, it's like, you know what? I can do this. I got a good supporting team. I'm doing it for them. Then it takes away the pressure off you like, man, I don't, have to, I don't want to go to the gym or I don't want to. No, it's like, you know, you're getting in shape because you're inspiring other people. So, like, take that perspective from it. Like, eat clean for, like, the kids or your family or a greater purpose. Because if you do that, then that will take care of itself. But if you don't do that, then it can be very hard and challenging and very upsetting and a lot of anxiety and stress and everything else that comes with that. So, I uh, hope that answered your question. It did. Okay, great. Yeah. I don't have anything else at the moment. Is there anything more that? Yeah. Um, so, I think that I think that it's very encouraging. I think you're a great example of how you know you should be as a parent. I do, you know, and I just know what I know, right. and I know you though, you know, and so I know it's so hard. I've never worked out with my parents. Put it that way. Right. Yeah, my parents love me. You are now, though. Your mom's coming. She's coming. She's working out. We're up training her. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not working out. I've never worked out with my parents. I see what you mean. Like right. Like, like shoulder so to shoulder. Big difference. Yeah. And that's, I don't know if I, I will get that one day, but I've never, like, that's important to me. As I was talking with my brothers and my dad, I was like, Dad, you, uh, you want to go to the gym? You know, because we'll go to the gym. He'll be on that weight rack, and I'll be on that one with Jake. Or whatever, and we never ever work out together. And I've seen this guy work out my entire life. So I give you all the praise for you doing that with your family. And I think that's just so important. And your boys and your daughters won't, won't see it right now. Maybe they do, but they really will see that down the road, especially when they understand life more and are very aware of things and how they go. So I do think that you're doing the, the best example of it really. It really makes me feel really good that, you know, you're just staying consistent and you're just fighting through anything to get to your goal and, you know, you're doing it. So, that being said, like, uh, I'm glad we can have this interview for sure, you know. Any last words that I have or anything is just making sure that people know that it, kids are dying. You know, this is, I'm not trying to make this, but it is no, serious, you know, yeah, and um yeah. The least I can do is kind of just, I have a voice. I have these kids right here, you know, like one almost died, you know, and it's like, and a couple, a lot of them are just lost right now. You know, they just, they are, they're on their own, you know, and they don't have the best food choices because they don't, they can't see the best food choices. It doesn't, you know, it's just nice to help people. So whenever... I think people can help people just give their best and all of themselves to help other people, especially these kids, because they don't know. They're innocent. They're innocent. And, um, yeah, they're innocent. Yeah. They are. It's true. I want to give a shout-out to you. Because with what you're talking about, what I see at Rip Body Fitness is an environment that is open to the kids. Like parents are bringing even their kids that aren't working out and the kids are hanging out there and you guys just totally, there's no thought of like, hey, this isn't the place for a little kid to be hanging out, you know? And and there's, you know, I'm not the only one. There's other parents that are there working shoulder to shoulder with their kids and you guys just provide that space and that's huge. Thank you. That's awesome. I, there's no question. 
you know, if a, a mom is so busy and the least she has to worry about is finding a babysitter to have, watch her kid to come and work out, especially with us, like, 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 you know, you could bring them in, they need a chair, they want some, whatever we can give them to entertain them, like, for the moment, and you just focus on you right now, because you don't get much you time as a parent, as a mom, working with all moms for the past few years, and knowing my mom, you don't get any free time, hardest job in the world, so, um, the least we can do is provide a service for them so they can have their kids there. That's cool. Yeah, because it's all about just... And the kids see that. The kids see the mom working out, and it's like, man, that's really cool. You know, like, hopefully that sparks. There's a couple little kids that... that You can just see in their eyes, they're just like, what's going on? Who knows what's going on in their imagination? And this is all getting into their mind, seeing their mom or dad work out and busted too really get after the workout sweating feeling good you know seeing encouragement from everyone else like they're seeing a lot of things that I don't think that we realized and it's so special to be able to help that process out because yeah you know I just I just I just love life I love life I love people you know so it's all good it's all good thanks Greg thank you absolutely all right. thank you good stuff for you, it's a beautiful world. not me. It's a beautiful world.